Paul, is it time for uh, Barbecue Boys? Barbecue Boys? I think it's time for Barbecue Boys. So, uh, Paul, let's talk about your first cook. All right, yeah. First cook, my ribs. I think we talked about the ribs. Now, did you have to, you didn't have to season it or anything, do anything like that? Just a cook-off? I just did a little cook-off, just to burn, you know, just got my uh, Commando Joe you know, up to a temp just to burn off any styrofoam that might have been left, any pellets that might have been, you know, any kind of packing material, grease, you know, anything like that. Just cook that off real quick. And then, yep, then I went right for the ribs because that's, you know, when I'm doing kind of barbecue or, like, that's probably my go-to. Like, it's a quick cook, and uh, I want them to be delicious. I want that bark, and I got it. And it was great. And I giggled like a little girl when I <laughs> bit into it. And there was that crunch from the bark and then the juiciness, the tender, juicy meat in there. Oh, it's very good. Very good. Now, do you want the meat to slightly stick to the bone or do you want it to totally, like, you could just pull the bone out of the meat? You know what? I would like to be able to just, like, clean, pull each one because, you know, when I do the braising, Every once in a while, I've been able to get that. Like, once in a great while. But uh, I don't mind. I, I want it to be easy to, when I'm biting it to come off. When you off. take the bite, you want it to come off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't need it to pull. I don't need to, like, twist and pop the bone out. Uh, I like both ways. Mm-hmm. But I think it depends, too, on the sauce. Sometimes there's a sauce that you just want all that meat and just arm mm. and then the, sometimes it's like yeah i can i'm gonna take a bite i'm gonna dip a little more sauce on there i'm gonna do this so and um, all right my mood and my sauce preference that we're gonna use mm. so do you make your own sauce because i am lazy and i just use uh sweet i rinse. have made sauce in the past um this <laughs> christmas my mother got me two things to, like, a monthly barbecue thing. One was monthly and one mm. was quarterly. And I ended up getting a ton of different barbecue sauces. And then I found a couple that I really liked. I found some seasonings that I really liked. And I have so many different barbecue. I'm, like, barbecue sauce rich over here. I have, like, three jars. I have three <laughs> jars in my cupboard that I haven't even opened. And I've had them for months. Like, uh... So, I used to make my sauce. Making my sauce was a lot of fun. You can really tweak it, get it to how you like it. Mm-hmm. I like a little more vinegar-based, a little more tart um, to it. Mm-hmm. But when you make your own sauce, and a lot of times it's like you're adding ketchup, you're adding mustard, you're adding this, you're adding that. You're yeah. still buying tons of ingredients yeah a ton of sh- so it really just comes down to just finding the sauce that you like um bone sucking sauce mm-hmm. is is a nice sauce you really get that but mm-hmm. i found one called i think it's called i want to call it, say it's called bully but maybe it's called well that's just something that you try to make a thing during your early 20s you're like yeah, bully so, for you uh bully Bully sauce, their red barbecue sauce, is kind of that nice tangy vinegar sauce, but with a really nice garlic mm-hmm. kind of hit to it. Um, and I found that Ooh. sauce, and I I really love it. You gotta, I, I haven't been able to find it locally. I've had to order it online, but 
that sauce is just like that is my kind of sauce. Yeah, I've tried before, like getting the drippings, like when I was doing the oven thing with the ribs, like um, and getting the drippings from the pan and like trying to cook it down and then add like ketchup or something like that, and you know, it's always been too much of a pain. Especially since you've done all that work already to just get oh, the yeah. ribs going. Like, it's just like, you know, and uh, so by the time the sauce is a thing, I'm like, ah, just get it off the shelf. Like, and I'm done. And also, I don't know what I like yet. Like, that's my thing. It's like, I like Sweet Baby Ray's, but, you know, before that, it was like the Heinz, you know, yeah. bullseye, whatever, you know, barbecue sauce. Like, I don't know. I would, I think I would like something a little bit spicy, but maybe that doesn't really work. I don't know. It's not like I'm a huge, like, we would go get barbecue time, yeah. we used to call it. Like, you, me, and Chris, we would uh, get some barbecue food. But it's not like I ate barbecue food <laughs> throughout my whole life. And I'm, I'm this big expert of, or I that I even know my likes and yeah. preferences yet. Like, and I'm kind of having fun learning what my likes and preferences are. Like when I tried, um, you know, just the salt and pepper only on the ribs, like no brown sugar, no cayenne pepper, no all this other stuff, just salt and pepper, throw it on there, you're good to go. I was like, yes, that's actually what I like. You know, and because that's how I like my steak as well. Like I'm just like very minimal, very simple. And maybe later on, you know, for my next couple of cooks, I'll try to add things in. But I think I think uh, I think so. I think simple. I think simple is sure. a a very good way to go because then you can doctor it up however else you kind of like. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times I'll do pulled pork, and I'll put a seasoning on the outside, and then we'll shred it, and then I have every I have all the sauces there for everyone to pick and choose oh here try Mm -hmm. do a bunch of sauces try them all or i'll put them out on a plate again i'm sauce rich right now so i you know it's Mm -hmm. easy for me to put like five different dabs on a plate and everybody try it and then be like oh i like that like i'm gonna put that on my sandwich and everybody's using a different sauce but can i can i (laughs) since you're salt a sauce rich it is are there like families are there categories of sauce is it like sweet, tart, yeah. and spicy? So, is it yeah. vinegary, molassesy, and yeah. peppery? Yes. Like what? What? Yes. What? What's out there? Yes to everything you just said. <laughs> All of it. Um, yeah. There's definitely each <laughs> each region in the United States has their own preferences, their own styles, and sauces that you're going to get. Uh, Carolina sauce is going to be a lot more vinegar based. Mm-hmm. I like that sauce on my more on my beef and my shredded pork. Mm. Pulled pork, uh, I like that sauce as well. Ribs, I like a little more kind of a thick, sweeter something that's really going to go nice with the meat. I want yeah. when I'm done eating a rib, I want it all over my fingers and I want it all over my face. Like, just, I want to be, oh, like, wearing that. Um, but, yeah, like, a- everywhere you go, that salt and pepper is big uh, Texas style. Salt and pepper is all you need. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the, the way they go. 
Um, and I think I like to take from kind of all those different areas. We're not a big, my wife and I aren't big spice people. Uh, I've had stomach issues for years. Spice is finally not bothering me anymore where I can have those things. And I'm not worried like, oh, I, t- I, I tasted a little, little on, on my finger of uh, habanero sauce, and now I will not be able to sleep because my stomach is a pit of lava. <laughs> I, I can enjoy going past that and being like, oh, yeah, that's spice. That, oh, that's very nice. So um, I've been entering into that world of spice a little bit more, but it's still just not – I've spent so many years not being able to do it that it's like kind of – it still feels a little taboo mm-hmm. to be like – Oh, let's get let's get our wings medium, guys. Like, <laughs> like Kate and I, uh, we we live in Buffalo, and the listeners, you guys know this. So, Kate and I, we came up with this years ago. Like, we can no longer order wings medium. Like, they're never hot enough for us. Or like, even because we we would go to a wing place, and it would be our first time there, and we would be like. We should just go medium because otherwise they might be too hot. And we've never found a place that was like their hot was too hot, except for maybe Duff's. And then we go, I think we go yeah, medium. Yeah, because they have all they have there. gauges. They they have that different scale. Yeah, but otherwise we're just getting hot because we like we, Kate and I. We like if we're knowing that we're eating something spicy. We enjoy that heat. We enjoy like building up a little that little sweat underneath your eyes, you know, right on your cheeks, right on your eyes. A little, little bit on your if forehead. we didn't have mustaches, no, because, you'd have that little bit of sweat on your upper lip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's 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 enjoyable. I don't know why it's enjoyable. Uh, my father-in-law, he he thinks it's crazy that you would put yourself through that. He, he just doesn't understand it. Like even black pepper, a little bit. Sometimes, if it's overly black peppered, it's too spicy for him. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I want to incorporate some some heat into my brining or my uh, what 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 is it? It's not brining. Your rub at that point. My my rub, my rub. Yeah, but for now, just black pepper and salt. I think is the way to go. I because uh, my second cook, I did try to do a pork shoulder for pulled pork. And it, I, I just hit a stall, and by the time like I stalled out, my fire was like I didn't have too much fire left or charcoal left. So trying to increase the temperature, it was just a pain. So, and the rub that I went with that was like a standard kind of rub that I used to use on my ribs, which was mostly brown, you know, like eight, eight parts brown sugar, like four parts salt, paprika, uh, three parts like pepper and you know and then like a little bit you know tablespoon tablespoon you know a little bit of this a little bit of that like from then on like you know because i'm like oh that that'll because that'll add a lot of flavor and that that brown sugar is gonna you know crisp up nice you know and caramelize and everything but that once i hit 150 like two hours in to my cook i got I hit like 150, maybe three hours in. I hit 150, and then, like, it just did not move for the next three hours. And I'm like, "Well, you know what? Woke up late. This isn't going well. I'm just going to foil wrap it. We're just going to do it. You know, just get it through because it's been 
four hours now and I'm just tired of waiting. Like it's like not moving. Like it's at 155, 156. Like and I was expecting to start to like really rip the heat once it hit 170, you know, and really set it up. But, you know, to get me to the 190, 195, kind of then start probing it to see yeah. if it come up nice and clean. It's all buttery. You know, once I hit 190, like I had some buttery, like that really with the probe, like with a uh, got some really good buttery sections, and then I had some tough sections too. And I'm like, it's seven o'clock at night. I'm wrap done. it up. I'm done. Yep. It's all over. Don't care. It's it's tempt. I'm going to wrap it. I don't have a cooler big enough. I'm going to wrap it, put it in a towel, throw it in the oven for an hour, let it like carry over heat. It's going to be fine. But darn it, if I didn't take it all out in that bone, hey, it's the best clean. feeling in the world. <laughs> so that was, so that was good. Like I had to twist, yeah. but it came out clean that shoulder bone. But that the whole bark was yeah. just mush. Like that flavor, like when I shredded it all up, like there was no like crispy burnt part of it, so you didn't get like that different texture. So everything was kind of mush. That tech, that flavor. Brown sugar, nothing really came through. And if you put any kind of sauce on it, like that sauce is all you're tasting. Like I tasted none of the rub that I put on there. So I'm like, okay, maybe, 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 maybe Texas rub is the way that yeah, I the go. the salt and pepper, you know, the pepper is always going to come through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. The other thing too is a lot of times when I put those rubs on, unless I'm doing something really, really like special, a lot of times you don't. A lot of times those, the the, mm-hmm. the rub doesn't always come through. Um, but yeah, I've I, it's I've had at least like with barbecue. You're always when it's a hobby. You're always going to have <laughs> disappointing cooks, and everybody around you is going to be oh, like, yeah. "What are you talking about? This is great!" And eating it, and you're going to sit there and go, "No." You don't know what I had to do for this. <laughs> what you're eating is subpar. It is not to my standards. And I'd like you all to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's half the thing of barbecue is the troubleshooting. Do you stoke a little more wood? Do mm-hmm. you do this? Do you get that? Like, where where do you go from from here? And I don't know. I It's, it's sometimes some of the most disappointing stuff and... My brother-in-law, <clears throat> he barbecues too, and we were driving up to visit them, and he was super excited. He was smoking a brisket. They went to a farmer. They got this grass-fed brisket, mm-hmm. cooked it. He's cooking it all day, and when we we yeah. got a text, we had messaged him like, hey, we're 10 minutes out. And we got a message right back that said, uh, don't bring up the brisket. Tanner threw it out. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say anything about it. And I and I was like, yeah, I still would have eaten it. <laughs> like, I don't know what you could have done. But I don't know if I would have gone that far to throw it out. But when I talked to him, I mm-hmm. said, you know grass-fed meat is not going to have the same kind of fat. So even if you have 
Right. You're paying a lot of money for this brisket. It's going to take something completely different to cook it. You can't cook it like a regular big fatty brisket. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 it's things you live and you learn. You paid. Well, with a brisket, though, like it'll still have the fat cap on. No, this this was if you get the yeah if you get the flat. I don't know what Unless part he get, bought, but he said oh. he was worried about it when he put it on because it looked really lean. And then when I told him that grass yeah, fed is okay. not going to have anywhere near the fat, um, he that he said that was the problem. It was so dry, like, and he was expecting you to cook like mm-hmm. other briskets that he's done. Like the times that I've cooked brisket, the two times that I did brisket on my Weber, one was a, you know, just a grocery store point. The other was for a point that I got, or a flat that I got from, you know, a, a great uh, butcher, you know, a, a, a artisanal butcher here in Buffalo, um, Moriarty, something like that. Um, and that was grass fed. Yeah, right. Kate, you can taste the difference in the in the protein. Oh, were you warm? Like you yes. can taste the difference in it. Like and Kate's like, this almost tastes fishy. And I'm like, well, it's grass fed, so it's higher in omega three fatty acids and lower in like all the other like all the other fats. Like it's a it's actually a more healthy like fat. It isn't you know right? the bad fats. And she's like, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I'm like, because it's not corn fed, so it's not as sweet. That grass not, gives it kind of a gaminess. Doesn't too. have all that. A little bit. Yeah. Hey, those M and M's look great. Yeah. Did I did yeah. I interrupt a We're barbecue just boys? Up. Oh. You can continue on. Sorry. Uh, just as a mm-hmm. a quick note, uh, these melted in my car, not in my hand. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. M and M's, get it? Guys? The second M stands for motors. Um, yeah, it. I. I will always go. I. I will take a prime. I will pay the more money for prime than I would pay for grass fed. When I went to the artisan butcher, it's oh, yeah. like what he had. Like, and he only had like the flat left like somebody else came in and bought the point so i'm like ah, that's right. awesome <laughs> at least it's here <laughs> you know i'll take it and you know he's buying his stuff from the specific farms that are raising the animals a specific way you know and they're all and i'm like this is cool because at least then i'm like how much gasoline is being used here like he's getting it from yeah. eden which is like 15 miles away from his butcher shop and I'm dry, you know, and I'm passing by it because I'm going to work anyways. So I'll just stop in here. So I'm not, so, you know, there's no big factory production here. There's no, my carbon footprint is sponsored by British petroleum is very low, which I still hate that British petroleum pulled that off on all of us, but whatever. Um, and so I, I, and I'm like, Oh, Look forward to a new podcast coming out. BP and BBB boys. If they're willing to sponsor us, hey, I'll start kicking my uh, tune. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. I, I'll go for it. But, but uh, you know, I, I'm excited to try brisket again. 
but I do want you know after this you know uh, you know unfortunate pork rib cook that Kate was amazed by how cheap pork shoulder was. She's like, that's a that's a lot of meat. She's like, I'm gonna have to freeze a lot of this, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should. She's like, and it was like fifteen dollars, and I'm like, yep, that's. That's why people barbecue. She's like, oh, I thought this was an expensive hobby. And I'm like, well, mostly if you want me but to cook brisket. If you cook, ribs but if you cook time, brisket yes. and it's just the two of you, you will have brisket for a year. Uh, well, depending on what size you get. But, yeah, like that that's one of the reasons, like I said, like I, I don't cook my, my pork with just a seasoning on the outside. I don't really do any sauce um, on it because mm-hmm. – We'll cook that pulled pork. We'll shred it. We'll sauce it on our on our own plates, and then that goes into gumbo. That goes into enchiladas. That goes into just pork tacos. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're we're gonna do a, a soup or this or that. Like, we'll use that pork. Like, we'll do a big pulled pork, and then boom, we got we got food for yeah. four or five meals after that. Yeah, one of our leftover meals was uh, pulled pork nachos because I'm like, oh, it doesn't have much seasoning on it or anything like that. You know, it just didn't come through. So I just loaded up with hot sauce and like salsa and stuff. And it was pretty good. Yeah. It worked out pretty okay. You know, at that point, you know. But yeah. yeah. So I think uh, I think the major takeaway is uh, rub your meat. Rub your meat. And if you like hearing us talk about rubbing our meat, uh, rate and review uh, us over on the wherever you get this. But also, if you got some barbecue ideas or different things like you think we should check out, please let us know because I'm always looking for different recipes. I'm always looking for something fun to cook on the the smoker. Yeah, if there's a pre-made season, uh, rub seasoning that you you suggest or a sauce <laughs> that John hasn't tried already, uh, you Chris, know I haven't Chris tried it. Sauce so ritual. let us know. Got lots of sauces. <laughs> Just glazing on you. I have a I have a question for a future Begin uh, Boardcast mm. Barbecue Boys. Co- coffee rubs. How should I be doing that in a slow cooker, if possible? Hmm. No, for future episodes, think about it. 